0: This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. we're back here with another special edition of the HuskerOnline.com podcast. Sean Callahan, Nate Klaus. We are now in Doral, Florida, just outside of Miami as we get ready for the Tuesday satellite camp at Doral Meadows Park. And, Nate, we experienced the first satellite camp. It was a very hot and steamy Atlanta. Temperatures over 100 degrees on Monday. But, all in all, a very productive day. 142 participants were at the satellite camp. What were your overall thoughts? Just on this day in general?
1: Well first and foremost I was impressed with uh, with just how everything was run you know we really didn't have any idea you know how it was going to be handled going into it and uh, for there to be close to 150 kids there I thought that they did a great job of getting them registered getting them out on the field testing all those guys running them through position drills and then doing the one-on-ones and getting a great look at, at all those kids and a number of which Nebraska really had no idea about heading into the camp, which I think is the main point of doing these satellite camps is identifying talent that you that you really don't have any idea about. So, um, you know, more than anything, it was just an uh, impressive, uh, you know, organizational effort and a uh, pr- very productive day, like you said. When you look at these camps, so I think fans, they
0: want to see maybe immediate offers, immediate commits. Well, there were no offers made officially after the camp, or you know, whether it was over the phone or Twitter message, uh, that we didn't see any offers or know of any that came out. What do you take of that or make of that, Nate? That no offers came out of the camp.
1: I don't think it's a concern. I, I think that, uh, Nebraska is doing the right thing. They're going to, you know, meet as a staff. I think they're going to review the data that they're able to collect and, and really, uh, you know, not make any snap decisions on a, on an offer unless a guy is just a complete no brainer. Um, you know, th- these guys are in the middle of recruiting this 2016 class as it is. They have nine commitments now after gaining, uh, you know, a verbal commitment out of Markel Dismuke today. So, uh, you know, the, the spots are getting limited. Uh, and they're going to be very diligent and careful you know, with how they handle these offers. But I do foresee a handful of offers eventually going out to a number of guys that were at today's camp.
0: Well, one of those spots did fill in the class today. We're out here on the East Coast, on the Atlantic Ocean side. Well, one was all the way out on the West Coast today, Nate. Uh, Markel DeSmuke, uh, a four-star defensive back out of California, uh, verbally committed to Nebraska, giving them a very high-profile player out of California.
1: Big pickup for Nebraska. Obviously, the first defensive back in this class, high-profile kid, like you said, uh, being a four-star prospect, and maybe the most important part is that he gives Nebraska a direct tie to Calabasas High School, uh, or another tie to Calabasas High School, uh, since Keyshawn Johnson Jr. is uh, you know attends the same school. And there's a number of other prospects that Nebraska is looking at there, uh, you know, like 2018 wide receiver uh, Brian Hightower. So. Huge pickup. I think this could be the beginnings of of a very special pipeline, uh, not only to Calabasas High School, but uh, to the West Coast in general for the Nebraska. The
0: Smuke, uh, just outside the rival's top 250, but a four-star, uh, ranked number 45 in the California Top 100. That was the post-spring. I'd imagine he'll go up a little bit after that, uh, ranked as one of the top safeties in the country uh giving nebraska now two commitments since saturday uh joining ashland Greenwoods has stilly now nebraska nate will we'll move over uh to to miami here for another camp and it's a quick turnaround i mean we we literally landed in fort lauderdale ourselves at midnight i know the, the i think the staff wasn't going to get in here until probably nine or ten and They'll be out at the park right away. It'll be interesting just to see um, how uh, some of
1: these guys, you know, the, some of the older guys on the staff, can handle a lot of this heat and a lot of this travel. It's a grind, you know, like like you said, it was very hot, muggy out there today, and, and that takes a toll on you. And just the travel in general can take a toll on a guy. So it's going to be a very demanding week, uh, but a very productive week. I, I think uh, that we're going to see a lot of the same tomorrow. A lot of players that we had no idea about, but but show the ability. to, to, you know, garner attention from Nebraska and maybe eventually end up getting offered by Nebraska. Um, And I think we're going to see that same scenario play out throughout the week.
0: What I actually enjoy almost, Nate, more than the camp is is just the people that come out, Um, just the the random cast of characters who show up at these things. You never know who's going to be there. Here we are in Atlanta – and you know you have Dave Savella, the the former Lincoln Northeast football coach that coached Cole Pensek, and lo and behold, he's now a top high school football coach um, in Atlanta at, at a program that qualified for the state semifinals. Um, you know, then you had guys like uh, Muhammad Barry, Nebraska linebacker recruit, uh, show up and, and spend some time with the staff. I know Trent Bray really wanted him to stop by. And Eric Johnson, a former Huskers trainer, Tyrone Legate, uh, former Husker, great safety that, that played for the Saints and a uh, number of NFL teams.
1: So it's just fun just to see. Kind of who's going to be there each day. Absolutely. Uh, another guy was uh, Aaron Williams' father. You know, the the 2015 uh, safety that, that- – transferred in mid-year uh, to Nebraska and had an outstanding spring and uh, looks to be you know right in the mix to for a starting job back there at that safety spot. Uh, he was at the camp, brought a couple kids that he knows uh, there, and it was doing some recruiting on the sideline with a number of kids and a number of parents uh, spreading the word about Nebraska. Uh, so like you said, it, it, interesting cast of, of characters show up to these things, and um, you know, that's going to be a storyline of its own going forward. And Mike Riley has quite a following I mean you got to remember this guy has has been in just about everywhere
0: he's coached in Canada he's coached in Oregon he's coached at USC he's co- he's coached um you know in the NFL at, for the San Diego Chargers um, he's played his college football at Alabama and you had just you know he's got people that he knows that just kind of come out to these things this James West who was 60 years old that looked like he was about 40, um, <laughs> could bench about 350, 400 pounds, still uh, played for Mike Riley in Canada, and he came out there as well and and spent the entire day. I mean, he you just get the sense that he has that effect on whoever he's around. Um, you know, people just gravitate to want to be around Mike Riley and, and see him and hang out with him and spend time with him. And uh, he, you just don't ever hear anybody have a bad thing to say about the guy, uh, no matter what. Uh, level of his coaching career it it came from.
1: Absolutely. Uh, You know, James West is a perfect example of that. You know, he's a FCA director uh, in the region, came out to the camp today, uh, was able to catch up with, uh, with Mike Riley. And I don't think Mike Riley had any idea that he was going to be at the camp today. And, Just his reputation and his following uh, is going to pay dividends for Nebraska. James West, for example, has a a grandson in the Houston area that's going to be attending the Houston satellite camp that is a rising prospect in that area, uh, that Nebraska is now on It's Nebraska about connections,
0: side. man, recruiting. Absolutely. That's, that's recruiting right there.
1: All about connections. And every high school coach that you ever talk to uh, has nothing but great th- things to say about Mike Riley. So uh, that's going to be huge for Nebraska in the recruiting front.
0: One thing I'll say, though, these satellite camps, I didn't know, like, how it would work. I, I kind of had this thought in my mind that – they were the guest school, but they kind of ran the show, and, and that was far from the truth. I mean, Nebraska was the guest coaches out there with Georgia State. Georgia State's coaches did 90% of the work and all the hard stuff, and Nebraska's coaches kind of stood in the background and, you know, and, and were assistants to the camp. And I, I think um, that's kind of what they wanted to show – um, with the NCAA there and stuff as well, especially that you know these camps are legitimate. You know Nebraska was not there running the show; they were very much the guest of Georgia State.
1: And I think that's the way it should be. Uh, they should be the guests. Um, and it's a working relationship between Nebraska and the, the host school. And, and uh, you know, everyone benefits from these things. A lot number of kids came out today just because Nebraska was there. But um, Georgia State's going to benefit because a number of those guys are, are going to be that level of recruit. Uh, and you know guys that they previously didn't have on their radar either, so it's a working relationship with everybody, and I think everybody benefits. Uh, you know, it's it's a shame almost that Nebraska hasn't taken advantage of this until now.
0: Shocker, uh, but I think Michigan kind of pushed the envelope on their role as a as a host school. Jim Harbaugh, it's Jim Harbaugh. You know, when you watch the videos, it looked like he was kind of running the show at a lot of these satellite camps and whatnot and and they weren't really more in a guest role so uh, i think it was important for nebraska to convey that especially with a representative from the ncaa on hand and uh, nebraska's lead compliance director jamie vaughn was also there so uh, this was very much a by-the-book camp and Uh, Looking forward to seeing uh, how things will go now here in Miami. The schedule here for the week is uh, Tuesday. They'll be at Doral Meadows Park, uh, which is outside Miami here. It's a morning camp. Then Wednesday they will be in Houston. Hopefully the rain stays away. Uh, That's going to be, I believe, a a midday noon camp. Then Thursday is an evening camp in Dallas. And then Friday, another evening camp in Los Angeles. Make sure you stay with HuskerOnline.com as we'll have exclusive, extensive coverage of the satellite camps as we were the only Nebraska Husker media outlet out here in Atlanta bringing you this coverage. And uh, we look forward to bringing it to you throughout the rest of the week. For Nate Klaus, I'm Sean Callahan signing off here in Miami for another edition of this HuskerOnline.com podcast. Thanks again for joining us this week on HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics.